Welcome, welcome, welcome back, Coco Crew. Hey, y'all. So, I am Mercedes, one of your co-hosts here on Chocolate Sunset. And I am Ariel, your other co-host. So, before we get into this episode, we wanted to answer a question, well, a couple of questions that we got from the last episode. And the first one was, why do we feel as if women run the world? Well, my answer is... Women run the world because without us, there will be no world. You and I were both born or were were all born from a woman. If it had not been for a woman who birthed us, we wouldn't be here. Therefore, we are the forefront and the rulers of this world. Right. I mean, not only did Beyonce tell us that we run the world. I mean, granted, what she says is, I mean, is Bible. (laughs) But aside (laughs) from that... Um, yeah, exactly what you just said. None of us will be here without the force of a woman. And that just is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. And if you want to take it a little bit deeper, I mean, I think I made reference to this in our first episode, but first God gave Adam to the world and then he gave Adam work. And then he saw that Adam needed a little, you know, little oomph with the work. <laughs> so then he gave him a woman, right? Women are, we are the essence like we're we're the extra we come in and we make everything better we make everything easier none of us would be here not only like because you know a woman birthed us out but also because we just make it happen we make we make it all happen we make it get up and go you know agreed so that's how I feel and that's why we know it's a fact that women run the world um our next question this is kind of funny our next question came from a new friend of ours and he asked and i think he was really serious when he asked us this um a direct quote was are y'all in a relationship like me and mercedes (laughs) so i promise we're not laughing at y'all i promise but it's just comma it's a little comical um so the answer is no I do love Mercedes. Um, <laughs> she is she is me? I am her. But no, we're not in a relationship. Yeah, no. Um, but we are connected in a very unique way, and in a very we have a very strong connection. And it's been that way for I mean almost a decade. Literally, it's almost yeah. our ten year anniversary. <laughs> um, but I do think that friends can be soulmates. And that's what Mercedes is for me. And I think that's what I am for her as well. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like, I know there was no harm meant um, in this question because obviously it was coming from a friend of ours. But I think that it's kind of, it kind of makes you sit back and think like, you know, because for someone or for people to think that the only way women can love on each other like this, like the way that we do, then they have to be in a relationship. But that's not really the case, you mm-hmm. know? And it's sad that we don't have more examples. Like, it's, it's sad that it's not more common, I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I know there are other friends out there, you know, who probably understand what we're saying when we say that we have a strong connection. But, yeah, no, we're not in a relationship, guys. Yeah, we're not. We're not. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could deal with her on that level, okay? But I, I listen. I can't deal with my own self on that <laughs> on that level. So I would not subject you to it, okay? No, no. Yeah, that's my boo. That's my that's my soulmate. But no, we're not in a relationship. She is not my girlfriend. 
Right. She's my girlfriend, but right. she's not my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if we were, we would tell y'all. We wouldn't hold. We wouldn't hold out. Right. You know, we wouldn't keep the good stuff. We would tell you. No, we would tell you to lie here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, so now we're going to get into today's content, and our episode today we've titled To All the Boys I Used to Love, and we're going to get into that in just a second. We're going to break it down for you, Um, but before we get into that, if you all are following us on Instagram, which you should be, Mm -hmm. I'm side-eyeing you if you don't already (laughs) Okay, but if you follow us already, then you might have heard a little snippet of this new song on our story. The song is titled Bodies, and it's by Jasmine Sullivan. If you have not heard it, or if you have not watched our story, I need you to pause right here. I need you to go to your listening device and listen to this song. Not even the full song, just the (laughs) first it's funny because I really, just the first 18 seconds, just give me 18 seconds and then you can come back and hit play. Okay. We need to all collectively do that. Yes. So so we can be on the the most important part. (laughs) Yes. That's the, you can listen to the whole song later on. Okay. And Jasmine Sullivan is not paying us for this. Okay. This is not some type of, no, we just, we really need you to get it in your spirit. Mm -hmm. Let it soak in, you know, and make it a, a mantra, make it a mantra. Yes, please get it together. You'll see what I mean. Just go listen to the song and then come right back. So, to all the boys I used to love, I personally just want to say thank you. I use the term boys in a very general sense. Boys as in patterns. We love to repeat personal patterns. Right. And we've actually come up with an acronym for you all for Mm -hmm. boys. Okay, so... Write this down, pull out your notepad. Boys here, and for the rest of this episode, basically what we're saying is, bitch, overcome your susceptibilities. And susceptible that's not really uh, an everyday word. No. <laughs> so here, <laughs> we're talking about um, patterns, routines. Bad habits. Um, bad habits. Second nature, in a sense. You know, that's kind of what we mean here. By boys. So remember, bitch, overcome your susceptibilities. And for the men listening, boy or a baby or whatever you want us to call you right here, <laughs> just overcome it. Okay. Overcome your susceptibilities, your second nature. We have to get over it. So before we get over those, though, we need to identify them. So, Aerie, what is a personal pattern that you struggle with or have struggled with? So, first of all, let's, I mean, we're going to be really open and transparent here, okay, with our, mm-hmm. with our listeners. The other day, we were brainstorming for this episode, and we were talking, I was, you know, we're going to talk about patterns, but I'm, I'm on the phone with y'all's co-hosts, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think I have any patterns. What patterns do I have? And Mercedes viciously came from my jugular, y'all, like, <laughs> came for me and it's like oh you don't know your patterns your pattern your main pattern is helping other people and putting their needs before your own and I was like wow okay 
You had your Wheaties today. All right. Well, I mean, look, don't try to put me on spot like that because you read me for Phil too. So, but we'll yes, talk I about did. me after we talk about you. Right. But, but in that vicious exchange, it made me, it got me thinking a lot of us maybe can't really identify our patterns because they are second nature and because mm-hmm. it's like, it's almost muscle memory these patterns that we're talking about and it's like a knee-jerk reaction it's something that we've gotten so used to responding a certain way or we've gotten so used to handling things a certain way you don't even really realize when you're doing it which is why I wasn't just you know being difficult or trying to make it seem like you know I don't have these patterns it's just in the I was like I don't do I do that really me you know almost like Steve Urkel like did I do that you know um and it's really dangerous it's very dangerous it's very dangerous yeah but she did have a point y'all I'm I'm gonna say she did have a point that is something that I do I do put others needs before my own and I think that it's a good quality to have but it can be detrimental um mm-hmm. at the same time and once I kind of sat back and evaluated that pattern I came up with qu- quite a few more <laughs> um another of mine I would say is getting in my own way I do that a lot um like you know sometimes you'll have like a good thing going and then you will think yourself into a bad mood or mm-hmm. you will self-sabotage or, you know, all these different things. And we get in our own way. And I'll say me, because I'm talking about me right now. I have to take accountability for myself. I get in my own way frequently, frequently. Um, and that's something I really, that's something that I have to break out of. I back myself into a corner a lot. Mercedes literally has been telling me about that today. Today, y'all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so these are, as you can see, I have a lot of patterns that I need to, you know, get out of. But it's we have to first identify them. And you mm-hmm. some you have to do like a self-evaluation, you know. And I make it a point to evaluate myself frequently because I can't help anyone else until I help myself. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you, what patterns do you have, Mercedes, that you can share with us? Um, well, I guess I can start with my filthy read. <laughs> <laughs> filthy read? Yes, you. Hashtag that. Hashtag filthy read. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I was, like she did, I was struggling with um, figuring out what my patterns were. And she was basically like, that's your pattern right there. So pretty much what it is, is I help others as a cop out from my own issues. Yes. And um, that has kind of caused me to just really sink into myself, which is not a good thing whatsoever. Like when I'm going through something, I'll find a person that needs my help find somebody to check up on oh let me see how they're doing that way I don't have to think about my own problems I can just you know help them figure out their thing um something else that I struggle with is self-doubt I talk myself out of things often especially like I feel like if God has put it on my heart then it's meant for me to do it and Mm -hmm. when I'm ready to start doing it 
I'm like, what are you doing? You can't do this. Or I'll just say some things that are just completely out of this world to just make me not want to do it anymore. So, and, and I just end up not doing it. So yeah, that's, that's another one. And then another one I had was ignoring red flags. Mm. I do that a lot. Ignore yeah. it. Just, you know, try to find the good in everybody. And you mm-hmm. really can't do that. You can do it, but you can't do it past a certain limit. Right. You can't do it to your own detriment. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't notice yourself doing it, then of course, you know, it's going to be a pattern, a repetitive cycle. Right. And I think that that actually is why this part of our episode today is so important, because you really have to sit with yourself and actually, you know, really identify what are these things that I find myself doing over and over and over, regardless of, you know, this relationship, that relationship. If you think about like your last three, maybe four, however many relationships, think about the things you found yourself doing. Mm-hmm. And each one of the, what was the constant? You know what I mean? Yeah. And each one of those, that would probably be a good way to, you know, maybe help people identify and recognize the patterns that they have because you have, it's, it, most of us, I mean, we're 26, so you're about to be 26. Um, and we, we've been doing this a long time. You know what I mean? You've been living your whole life. And most of these cycles started as a little snowflake, And as the years go on, they snowball and snowball and they get larger and larger. So it really is second nature for you. And you don't, you know, it's almost like you don't think about breathing. You just do it. And these patterns almost come as to us that easily. Like it's as easy as drawing your next breath, you know? So it's really important to take that time with yourself and say, okay, I need to stop doing this. I I, got to stop. Let me get it. Let me get it together. I feel like once we recognize those susceptibilities then we start to notice them when we're doing them so not only are you just like okay let me put these three or four relationships in a line what happened Mm -hmm. that was a common factor in each one that Mm -hmm. involves me not the other person right identify it you get into your next relationship and you're like hmm I did this same thing in the last right. ones. Yeah, you'll be I'm more catching aware. myself now. Yeah. Right. So now that you're more aware, you can you can stop it or you can fix it. So Right. But yeah. it also we, you can't be in denial. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to it's hard sometimes to look in the mirror. It's hard to start with yourself. Right. People be like, I'm not the problem. But a lot of the times you are. A lot of the times you are. That's okay. It's okay. As long as you don't continue to be the problem. (laughs) Right. Right. So you can't, you can't be in denial. Like you really always, I I say this a lot when it's just you and Jesus alone in a dark room, y'all know what it is. You know what I mean? You know what it is. So don't deny it. Just say, you know what? Yeah, I do that a lot. I find myself doing this with everyone in work relationships and you know what I mean? In everything you'll find yourself in some variation of these patterns. So it's really important to, you know, have a good relationship with yourself, you know, that way you can say, you know what? Yeah. Let me, let me quit BSing. I know I have a problem with this. Yeah. Recognize what's real. Yeah. And that's what Mercedes filthy read did for me. It put me in a mindset of, okay, 
let me. I guess she's right. I guess she's <laughs> right. You know. I so mean, a lot of the times, I am. Oh, but... here she goes. Now. Here she goes. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, you give a girl a microphone, and they just take. They just go so whatever, far with it. Whatever. I'm kidding. I'm not always right. I know how to recognize when I'm wrong. So right. And you know what? Maybe that's someone's pattern is blaming other people. Yeah. You know? That could maybe. Pattern. Yeah. Get maybe link up with a friend, you know, and have them point out your patterns and you you know what I mean? Like maybe that'll make it right. easier. What about the papers in the pens? <laughs> write that write it out and tell yes. read each other. Read each other for filth. Let me tell you right. what's wrong with you because you clearly don't see it, sis. Or you clearly right. don't see it, bro. Like, let me let me show you what it looks like on paper, what I'm looking at. Yeah. Yeah, because I would probably still be sitting here brainstorming if Mercedes hadn't really, you know, came for me the way she did. So it's, I mean, as long as it's come from a place of love when you're talking to your friend or whomever, um, then it's okay to get rid for filth. It's okay. It happens to the best of us, you know? Yes. I'm gonna let you finish, but stop identifying with those bad habits, that negativity. Stop using my in front of all of those negative words like my depression, my anxiety, my pain, my hurt, whatever it is, don't claim it as your own. Try using something like the depression, the anxiety, the pain, the hurt. That way you're not identifying with it. Like you're detaching yourself from that. Basically telling yourself that that's not going to be you forever. Like you're here right now. I'm here right now, but this is not going to be me forever. Detach yourself from those feelings of negativity. That's really good. That was a real, that was good. That was good. (laughs) So um that I mean I think that's definitely a one really good way to interrupt the patterns that we find ourselves in is our verbiage 100% I'm very big on words because we don't know the power we have in just our our words what Mm -hmm. we speak you know so I'm so definitely the way that you word things is important. I think that's a really good way to um, interrupt the patterns that we find ourselves in after we've identified them and after we've come to grips with, you know, our issues and our cycles, then comes the point of interruption. So I think that's a good, uh, a good way to do that. I feel like identifying with all of that negative energy kind of like deters you away from who you are. And we be essentially become what we're trying to fix. Right. Right. And also I think, cause I mean, not, not every cycle is actually a bad thing, yeah. but too much of a good it's thing. It's always a bad thing. Good. It's always yeah. bad. Like for instance, with my, within my own example, um, putting other people's needs first, that's never a bad thing. But when you do it so much that you're never on your your, your own to-do list, that's when it becomes mm-hmm. a problem. Like when you're, it's always someone else, someone else, someone else. That's when it becomes an issue. So it's not always a negative thing. You just have to do things in moderation. 
yeah. you know um it's still a cycle and it's still you still have to interrupt it somehow but you know it's baby steps yeah. baby steps and you really have to get to a point of being like we used to hear our parents say things like I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired mm-hmm. you have You're to right. get to that point in your cycle you have to get to that point in your repetition you have to get to I'm really tired of my own shit so let me let, let me shake loose let me move a little bit differently let me get it together you have to get to that point for yourself like Mercedes can't get tired of me helping mm-hmm. everyone else before I help myself I have to get there for myself because right. her being tired of it that's not gonna do anything for me you know you have to get tired of your own you have to get tired of yourself I know when I was in school full-time I would do like the most reckless stuff which I think a lot of us a lot of students will find yourself in a a point of cramming you know or like writing a paper last minute or BSing the whole semester and then you know at the end you want to hurry up and get it together and I remember talking to one of my friends in school and I was telling her you know I'm gonna keep doing this until it doesn't work (laughs) for me anymore like, I'm going to keep on writing these last minute papers until I fail the class. Or I'm going to keep on cramming, studying at the last minute until it no longer has a positive outcome for me. You, that's kind of where you have to get to when it comes to mm-hmm. these cycles and when it comes to breaking these cycles. Like, this is no longer working for me. It's no longer beneficial for me to cop out and fix other people before I fix myself. That's no longer working. So you have to, you'll crash and burn enough, enough to get, enough to get sick of eventually. it. Eventually. You will. <laughs> you will. We don't, eventually. But we don't want, we don't want it for ourselves and we don't want it for right. you all either. We don't want you to get to a point. Which of is why we need you to identify to first. It. Yes. Yes. Identify and then interrupt. We want you to get there before it gets to a place of, oh my God. Well, before you get to that place yeah. of crashing and just complete you know what I mean I was listening to a um well I was watching a sermon by uh Pastor Stephen Furtick and he was he was talking about how what I think the name of it was um what God left out I don't remember the exact Mm -hmm. name of it but he um he had his pianist like play a song He, he had the pianist play a scale it was um, it was do re mi fa sol la ti do, and then he told him to only play certain keys or whatever. And by the end, it was only four keys that he was playing, but they were pieces of each key. And a quote that he said was, "What turned the scale into a song wasn't what we put in, but it's what we left out." And that really resonated with me because. We see the whole, we see the whole picture. We see the whole scale. But our story, it's in the pieces of the scale. It's not what we show everybody. He also, um, he also spoke about 1 Corinthians 5, 7, which says, let us eat the unleavened bread and get rid of the old yeast. So that you may be new, unleavened 
be a new unleavened batch as you really are. So essentially that's just saying let go of all of the old, the patterns, the bad habits, the depression, the anxiety, whatever it is that's holding you back from being who you really are, let it go so that you can be who you really are. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. You have to start leaving that you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You have to start. And that's really, you know, I really love Stephen Furtick. He, he breaks things down in a really like common way, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah that's really good that's really good if y'all ever get a chance to go and um see him or listen it go his his instagram is at steven furtick so follow him or just go on there and watch his reels because you don't you don't even have to watch the whole sermons his sermons are on youtube also by the way but just go watch his reels on instagram like they will yeah we'll be sure to tag that um or or post it on our story so they can get to it really easily as well okay yeah because the, his 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 sermons really really speak to me him and um pastor todd todd i, don't, I think todd is his first name i don't remember his last name but yeah those yeah those were some feeling words it is. It is. And I think the, the gist of it all is you can't, you have to be more conscious of these behaviors. Good, bad, indifferent. You, we have to be, as a, like, as a society, we have to be more self-aware um, of what we're doing and how it's impacting us. Mm-hmm. Not just how our movements impact other people, but like I think right now is a good time for a lot of people to be more selfish um, and to really focus inward, to really focus on on like what am I doing for myself? You have to turn the focus inward every now and then. And I think this is a good time to do that. Um, that way you can start to break these cycles because that's really what life is really is one big repetitious cycle yeah. it's, it's you know what I mean but I think a, a life well lived is when we're able to break out of that circular motion and we're able to have some type of linear movement you're you might not go in a straight line it might be a squiggly line it might be a line with you know a loop here and there but zigzag forward motion <laughs> Yeah, it might be a little zigzaggy or whatever, but forward motion is what we're trying to get to. And that's, I think that is the key to life, is breaking out of these subconscious cycles and moving forward. You know, leaving those old things behind, picking up the new things, Mm -hmm. learning from our mistakes and learning from the things that that, that don't work for us. Because remember, the definition of insanity is to continue doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. So if you where you are right now, or if you're tired of, you know, being stuck, how tired are you? Like, are you tired enough to do something different? Or are you so tired that you're going to sit there and continue to do those same things? Because I don't think you all are crazy. Okay, I don't think anyone listening to this right now is an insane person. So do things differently. Yeah, if you're still doing the same thing, then you're not tired enough. 
you're not tired enough. You're not tired enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you have to, it's a very thin line. Have you ever like slept really hard at night and you wake up the next morning and you're still tired? You know what I mean? Because you've crashed way too hard. Mm-hmm. It's a thin line. It's a thin line. So you have to make sure you're on the right side of it. Um, and then that's when you'll start to say, you know, okay, yeah, it's time. So, yeah. Get it together. Get it <laughs> together. I need y'all to go listen to that song. Yes. I really do. Go you know, they're going to think we're crazy because we're talking about a sermon in one breath and then we're talking about this song <laughs> that's telling people it's just the first 18 seconds though it's not the whole song just the first right right I, I promise you guys we're listen we're not holier than thou and right. we're not completely out here just living just free balling through life okay yes we do you know just i don't with us yet he's working okay okay, <laughs> okay. But I need you. I need y'all to listen to that song, and I need us to really all get it together. I really do. And what I really need everyone to take away from—if y'all don't take anything else away from this, aside from me needing us all to get it together, identify and interrupt—but let's always remember to be patient with ourselves mm-hmm. because we didn't set into these cycles overnight. We didn't give into these susceptibilities in a day. Right. It took time for this to become second nature. It took a very, very long time. So don't beat up, you know, don't don't beat yourself up. Don't get down on yourself. Don't um, wallow in it. It's okay to say, you know what? I thought I was breaking out of this pattern, but I find myself falling back into it. Let me try it a different angle. You know, like tr- let me try to break this pattern a, a different way. We have and to remember that patient. that is okay. Right. Be patient. Yes. That is yeah. it is okay if you fall into the patterns or the susceptibilities or whatever. If you fall into those cycles again, it's okay. As long as you can identify it and try to change it, it's okay. Right. You have to continue to do the work. And yeah. I think and the reason I, I wanted to make it a point to say that um to you all is because it's something that I have to say to myself frequently. And Mercedes reminds me a lot. My mom reminds me a lot not to be so hard on myself Mm -hmm. and to give myself credit for trying because there's power in the trying, you Mm -hmm. know, it's a lot of power in that. And I think a lot of times we do get to a point of being tired and we're so tired to like, okay, I want this to change right now. And we don't give it any time. It's almost like when you start a new diet or a new skin regimen or whatever, you want to see results right away. But you didn't get that way in a day. So I, I think the I think the time frame is it takes like 28 days to form a habit. And I think it I think someone please correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think it takes twice as long to break a habit. So just kind of keep that in mind. Like if you're 26 and you've been repeating this one pattern for like, you know, ages, <laughs> it's gonna take time. Okay, like we have to be realistic with it is really what I'm saying. Um, You can't get down on yourself. You have to have realistic expectations and be accountable to yourself. One hundred percent, one hundred percent be accountable, but be patient as well. Patience is a virtue. Yes, be kind to yourself. Oh, my gosh. Be kind to yourself. I know that sounds simple, but it 
really is important for you to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Yes, that is that almost knocked a tear out because <laughs> I have a hard time with that as well. Being kind with myself because I'm I've gotten to a place in my healing um, that I I have I'm starting to realize these cycles and I'm starting to realize these habits and you know these different things and it's so easy it's muscle memory for me to be hard on myself and um, I have to remember to be more kind with like I'm kind to everyone else you know like I'm <laughs> so you know and my son is eight months old and I'm like trying to instill in him like you know be gentle be kind be sweet all these things and in me trying to instill it in him it's kind of forcing me to apply those same things to my own life mm-hmm. so yeah I'm gonna have to remember to be that way in trying to break out of these cycles I'm gonna I'm gonna set a reminder on my phone so that I can see it every morning and I can look at it every night until I get it in my spirit. I am. If you don't already have it, I encourage all of y'all to download the Nebula app. They have some amazing um, affirmations that they give every single day. It's um, it's kind of refreshing. It, it's not kind of. It, it is refreshing to see something pop up on my phone that just reminds me to love myself radically or um, to say I am centered, calm and mindful or today I release fear and open my heart to true love. Like it gives, those are actually some actual affirmations and uh, mantras that they send to me to my phone every day. So if you don't have that app and you're looking for something to give you a little extra uh, boost in the mornings or throughout the day, then I highly encourage you to download that app. Yeah. And that can be really, that can be really important in this process too, is to just feed yourself a whole lot of positivity, a whole, whole lot of self-love. You can never have too much of that. I actually just downloaded that app a couple of days ago. So I'm going to, I'm going to be paying attention to that too. And we'll post that as well for Mm -hmm. you all to, um, to have that. Yes, we will. All right, so thank y'all once again for tuning in with me and Ariel. Let's go ahead and set our sons on these susceptible boys and watch them rise again, my loves. <laughs>